0: to Trinity's daily Bible podcast, an opportunity to share scripture and hope together. My name is Kyle Cleveringa, and I have been attending Trinity for about the past year and a half. I'm currently living here in Orange City, and I'm teaching sixth grade science at the Sioux Center Middle School. Today, I want to share some thoughts with you guys from John chapter 4. Uh, For a little context, Jesus is um, on his way from Judea to Galilee, and he's passing through the region of Samaria. Uh, This passage may be familiar to some of you. I'm going to begin with verse 7. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The other day I had read a social media post that some of you may also have seen. It said this, No movies, no concerts, no sporting events, no restaurants, no social gatherings, limited workload. Now that I've cleared your schedule, can we talk now? Sincerely, God. Wow, that one hit me hard. My excuses before included, God, when I have more free time, or wait, when I'm finished with this, or God, I promise next week will be better. And what's my excuse now? I'm beginning to realize that my participation and engagement in a relationship with Jesus doesn't seem to be dependent on my surroundings. As a teacher, my daily life looks very different than it did five weeks ago. And yet I'm here today with no busy excuses to use. It must simply be that I'm trying to fill an emptiness with earthly things, trying to quench my thirst with the water from the well. It's actually quite funny the number of spiritual lessons that are comparable to my teaching career. Most recently, I had created a study guide for a test my students were going to take on chemical reactions. Half of the study guide was questions that I had copied and pasted from the actual test. However, with this study guide, I didn't hand it out to every student. I just put it in a basket in the front of the room. I made exactly 109 copies, which was enough for every sixth grade student. Leading up to the test, I had made an announcement every day, reminding students that the study guide was available for them to take. I didn't force anyone to take it, but I was happy to see a few students grab one here and there. (laughs) The best was when a student came up to me at my desk and asked, hey, did you make a study guide for this test? I sure did, I said as I pointed to the basket that had been sitting there for the last week. After the test, a few students came up to me and said, Mr. Cleveringa, that study guide helped me so much. It was almost the same as the test. I just smiled and nodded my head. Many students needed to retake this assessment, and so I encouraged them to grab a study guide, and I watched some go and get one, and some remained convinced that they were fine without it. I think that's a little visual of how God is looking at me. Kyle, this living water is right here if you want it. Water is essential for life, both physical water and the water Jesus is referencing. And what a great visual. Our bodies are made of 60% water. Um, The earth's surface is about 71% water. Clearly, this is an essential piece to life. Jesus knows that the living water is what the woman at the well needs. He's offering it to her, not wishing she would decline, but, but hoping that her thirst would be quenched forever. Obviously, the Samaritan woman at the well has her own things that she's chasing after, as do each of us. Eli said I was supposed to share something that brings hope and encouragement. And up to this point, um, it's seemed pretty heavy. But I'm filled with joy to know that Jesus' offering to living water isn't a one-time deal. It isn't something that I already missed the opportunity to partake in. You see. I was in my classroom every day just looking at the students and knowing what was best for them. Here are the answers to the test, I wanted to say, but that would have brought about the wrong motive. I know what Jesus has to provide for me will satisfy my thirst, unlike the worldly desires of money, popularity, lust, or materialism. Maybe maybe you are living in a, well, I can't wait until mindset, as I have before. I can't wait until this quarantine is over. I can't wait until my kids go back to school. I can't wait for this major life change. You see, we are chasing after a moving target. As soon as that next thing arrives, we'll be waiting for something beyond that. The issue is not that Jesus doesn't bring satisfaction. It's that I don't always take advantage of what I have access to. If I am kind of following Jesus, then I will kind of be experiencing his peace. At the well, Jesus sought out one of the most relationally dysfunctional humans in society. And today, he's seeking the same with you and me. I want to encourage you to give Jesus some time today. We're all thirsty for something. Let's drink from the water that never disappoints. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope to see you next time right here on the Trinity Daily Bible Podcast.